0: Soul. And in CG and TV to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Thursday, November 15th edition of Living Life. You know, one of the greatest joys and greatest pleasures of being a dad is watching. His son or daughter grow. Uh, my son, he is 11 years old, and he is really, really active. Lately, I've been having the greatest pleasure of watching him um, actually become a good basketball player. He loves basketball, so we enrolled him in programs, and you know, after school, I watch him play basketball. and he is actually quite good now. Um, in, when he was little I saw him miss a lot of shots but more and more I see him arc that shot. He has great form. I see him play, uh, play really well. Now he's placing the ball under his legs and dribbling. It's really awesome and quite a pleasure to see. Um, just recently I saw him actually go through a conflict as he was defending someone and, and someone threw his elbow at him and so I was so curious to see how he would react I thought he would push him or say something, but instead he was able to back off and say, hey, it's all right, and the guy apologized. It was so interesting to see how he would respond to a conflict. You know that our God is watching us on a daily basis to see how we respond to circumstances in in life, especially challenges. That's what's going on in today's text. Let's take a look at that today.
1: Second Chronicles, chapter 14, verses 1 through 15. And Abijah rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David. Asa, his son, succeeded him as king, and in his days the country was at peace for ten years. Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. He removed the foreign altars and the high places, smashed the sacred stones and cut down the Asherah poles. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and to obey his laws and commands. He removed the high places and incense altars in every town in Judah, and the kingdom was at peace under him. He built up the fortified cities of Judah since the land was at peace. No one was at war with him during those years, for the Lord gave him rest. Let us build up these towns, he said to Judah, and put walls around them with towers, gates, and bars. The land is still ours because we have sought the Lord our God. We sought him, and he has given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. Asa had an army of 300,000 men from Judah, equipped with large shields and with spears, and 280,000 from Benjamin, armed with small shields and with bows. All these were brave fighting men. Zerah the Cushite marched out against them with an army of thousands upon thousands and 300 chariots and came as far as Marashah. Asa went out to meet him, and they took up battle positions in the valley of Zepithah, near Marisha. Then Asa called to the Lord his God and said, Lord, there is no one like you to help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, Lord our God, for we rely on you, and in your name we have come against this vast army. Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere mortals prevail against you. The Lord struck down the Cushites before Asa and Judah. The Cushites fled, and Asa and his army pursued them as far as Gerar. Such a great number of Cushites fell that they could not recover. They were crushed before the Lord and his forces. The men of Judah carried off a large amount of plunder. They destroyed all the villages around Gerar, for the terror of the Lord had fallen on them they looted all these villages since there was much plunder there. They also attacked the camps of the herders and carried off droves of sheep and goats and camels. Then they returned to Jerusalem.
0: So now we are coming into our passage, Second Chronicles chapter 14, verses 1 to 15. And at this point, we see Abijah, he passes away. And passes the torch to his son Asa and his son succeeds him as king now we have another generation um, becoming a leader and king of Israel looking at how he is going to lift up the people of God and lead them towards God and actually Asa starts in a very wonderful way it even shows us uh, very clearly here right off the bat it says that Asa, his son, succeeded him as king. In his days, the country was at peace for ten years. Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. All of a sudden, we see this peace. All of a sudden, we see this joy. He is doing all the correct things, and God is actually looking. He's watching the actions of Asa, executing the things that is correct and God is just happy he is enjoying looking at how Asa is leading and governing the people of God now of course God is happy because it says here right off the bat that Asa goes and he is getting rid of all the high places he's getting all rid of all the places of foreign worship you know high places basically were worship centers that were dedicated to a foreign God Um, over there there were um, Images and statues of these pagan gods, these foreign gods, and people would be bowing down to them. Even Israelites who straight away were bowing down, burning incense, sacrificing to these foreign gods, holding feasts. And of course, God was infuriated at this kind of action because these people were straying away from God and going to foreign gods and saying that they are their God. Now, God was obviously very upset and now he is seeing Asa come up and do something that God would be very happy to see, which is get rid of these things, break these things down. And that's what it says, you know, in the text. Bottom line, Asa was trying to get rid of idolatry and basically idolatry is this, finding the greatest pleasure from something, you know, and placing that first, other than, Play, finding pleasure in God himself as the, as the greatest thing. So here at this point, we do see um, that God has a certain desire. And I, I think this is the. now we're going into the devotional part of it after the teaching. And, and I, I think this is so important. First and foremost, God has desire for us, a desire for us to behave or be a certain way and that he is watching over us, and he either gets sad or he becomes happy. As as you see here, you know, in verse two, it says, Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. That means God is watching us to see if we are doing good or if we are straying away from him. And so we are to actually not only have the greatest pleasure from God, but also God has a desire to gain pleasure from us. I think that's something that we really have to understand, that we should live and act and speak to bless God, to allow him to receive pleasure from our actions, pleasure from our speech, and that we are aligned with the things that he is doing, he wants us to do. I'll give you a a quick story as we close this section. So if in fact God is watching us, we should have that in our minds and we should be thinking, okay, what can we do? What are some of the things that we can do to please God? Uh, Just recently, um, we had one of our homeless members uh, came on through and said, you know, Pastor Sam, I really need uh, a bag so that I can carry some of my things from place to place. I said, okay, you know, that's no problem. Let's go and see if there's any bags that people donated. And lo and behold, there was this roller bag some, that somebody has donated. And our, our church, we do a lot of homeless ministries. So we gave this bag to this person. Now, several hours later, this person calls me and says, Pastor Sam, oh, I was struggling so much, but I needed to call you. Inside the bag that you have given to me, I found a wad of cash, (laughs) and it looks to be hundreds of dollars. Now, could you imagine the kind of struggle? And this person even said to me, when I saw this money, Pastor Sam, there's so many things that I was tempted to do. I just wanted to take it. I have a lot of bills to pay. There's a lot of things that I could have bought, but I just wanted to do what was right. Man, just imagine... As the Lord is watching over us, how happy he was when this homeless person received something and said, no, this is not mine. I'm going to do right before the Lord. I think in the same way, we ought to always consider and know that whatever we say and whatever we do, that God is watching us. So, in closing, I do want to say uh, with application um, there 's a song you know that went something like this: God is watching us, God is watching us from a distance, and um, I think every day we should consider that that the Lord is watching everything that we do, and that He gets affected by it emotionally. If we do something right before the Lord, we actually please Him. you know he is uh, very joyful you know when we Uh, do the things that are right before the sight of the Lord. And I want to encourage you as we meditate uh, on the Lord's word and that as we forecast what we're going to do on that day, that our actions, our speech, it would align and and be executed in a way where the Lord is being pleased. So with that, I want to pray for you. Lord, thank you so much for a God who cares, that takes pleasure in watching your sons and your daughters do right right before you may you continue to strengthen us and remind us that it is important for us to do right before you because you get encouraged by that you take joy in that may we be a people who continue to bring you pleasure and joy as you watch us do right in your sight in jesus name we pray amen Switching up further and stepping in closer, yeah. CGM.